What if I told you those scattered Google notes, draft social posts, and notebooks filled with unshared stories could be a fast pass to a more fulfilling life waiting for you, but only if you publish them. Learning to just press publish changed my life for the better as a woman, mom, and writer. Now I wanna create the same transformation for you. I'm your host, Erin Galloway, multi-passionate author and ally for storytellers. I started Habitize Publishing to support storytellers, including kids, CEOs, senior citizens, and now you, to share your voices and spark more joy than you ever thought was possible. I hope after today's episode, you'll publish one piece you've been holding back on and see where the journey takes you. Welcome back, friends, to another unscripted interview at the Press Publish Podcast. I am here today with one of my very first clients that actually helped launch Habitize Publishing. She came into this idea of taking a product that really was like an ebook and thinking about how she could expand her reach with this ebook, how she could help it serve clients that she was currently working with and clients that she was looking to expand to be a part of her programs and how a published book could serve both her clients that she already was supporting and perhaps serve as a warm lead for clients that wouldn't have known her if they hadn't been searching for a specific type of habit journal through Amazon and other online retailers. And that sometimes is how the path to publishing can work. And Charlene Jefferson, who's with me today, is gonna share how this journey has made sense for her to explore self-publishing, the doors that it's open for her, and perhaps some doors that she looks forward to opening in the future in the publishing world. So Charlene, welcome to today's episode. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here and super glad to be celebrating, you know, your birthday today. It's such a milestone just to be a woman and celebrate getting a little bit older, you know, more mature. So thanks for having me. Yes, I am owning the age of 45. I say as I keep getting closer and closer to 50, what I thought was going to be what life looked like at this age is in reality, even better than what I expected. So I'm going to own this number. Own it. Yes. (laughs) And you are one of three people that I get to chat to today on my actual birthday as part of this marathon recording blitz. And so thank you for making time today. Absolutely. Super glad to be here. So when you and I first started talking, is I am very transparent, it was early in the concept of Habitize Publishing. I had the idea on my radar with a couple of people from a particular networking group that were interested in taking tools that you already had, were already sort of had a proof point to them because they were serving clients, they were already getting you leads, and you just thought, hey, why could I not expand what I'm currently doing into a more a more polished, published paperback 
they could be available for sale on Amazon. And can you talk us through what your sort of aspirations and expectations were of the process at that point in time when you started? Sure. I mean, Erin, you know, just like you said, when we first started talking about this, it was still very new to you. I I don't even know that you knew what it would be, right? And so you and I had a couple of conversations. And in the conversation, I feel like you and I both had our coach and coachy had, and we were kind of switching those hats along the conversation, you know, where you needed some more inspiration or insight, I'd give that to you. And I, I felt like as we were going through that conversation, it was helping me understand what did I need out of this, you know, and what do I currently have that really, you know, you could bring to light for me and enhance it and really get out there and help me publish it, get my name out there and help me build my business, right? That's what we're here for. We're, here, we're women, we're here to support each other. And how can we do that? And I think you and I were discovering that on that call. And so, you know, I quickly thought about this first idea that I had put together. It was kind of like my first brainchild that I had put to paper using Canva for the first time, you know, all these new things that I was using and tools as a new entrepreneur. And, but I really loved it because it was mine. I took the time to create it. It was mine. But what I was using it for at that time was as a freebie, you know, it was a PDF, a downloadable, and it was great to get out to my clients, really easy, et cetera. But I always felt like just that content, you know, it, it wasn't enough. Like I always planned to grow it, right, and enhance it and really build it to the point where it could reach other people at an even deeper level. And so I think that's where you and I connected with the publishing. How can I get this into a book? How can I get this into a journal and really deliver that next level to people? And I feel like you helped me do that, Erin. So um, that just that downloadable PDF, you and I talked over a course of maybe a couple of weeks or a few weeks just about what can I do, Charlene? And, you know, you started with, you know, what do you want to do? Like, what do you what do you see this as? Who do you want to reach? What's your audience? And I told you those things. And I think through that, you know, you and I were able to put our heads together and figure out, okay, this is what we need to do to enhance this content, to, to get it out there and really make it a, a, a book that's publishable, but also something people can really put in their pockets, right? I remember having a conversation about, Aaron, I really want this to be something people can take with them, put it in their purse or put it in their, you know, backpack, pull it out at lunch and really just go to town and writing out and reading through this journal because, I believe that we are constantly growing. We're constantly evolving as people. And I did not want this to feel threatening to people who never read books or threatening to people who have never written in a journal. I really just wanted to be something simple. And so I will say, those were my aspirations. How could I get something out there that was simple, something that people could apply quickly and just take with them in their purse and really just start that discovery, self-discovery you know, journey for themselves. And that was what I did with my book. So- that's, that's how my aspirations, hopefully I answered your question. You did. And what you said so well is that it really was a mutual coaching conversation. You know, you were very gracious and that I was new to entering this space, right? And you had somewhat of a vision, but until we would start to put pieces together, it was almost like you didn't know exactly what you wanted until you saw it. And then you're like, yep, that nailed it. Or nope, that's way off course, right? right. And, so, <laughs> and so that was really helpful because, you know, sometimes people can make a process almost seem too easy. And you're like, oh man, I nailed it. 
And then you need those people who will enter your world to sort of stretch how you are approaching your business. And that's how our relationship was working. It was like, it, there could just taking someone's existing document, putting it into a published form that very well could have been the end, but that wasn't what you were looking for. And until we created those first couple of drafts, it wasn't clear yet that you had a vision that was even more expansive. And then we worked and we grew the, not only the page count, but the sort of chapters, if you will, the unofficial chapters of the book. Um, Because while you wanted habits that people practiced at the beginning, Mm -hmm. as you saw the book come to life, you also wanted the ability for people to expand independently on how they practice those habits. And together, that was content that was not written yet. That was not content that was there. And I think, like you said, you know, you hit it on the hill, the, uh, hit it on the head. The beauty of it was that we were working through all of that, right? And I feel like this is also a, a life lesson, right? I didn't know what I wanted until I did it. And I started to take those steps towards getting there, right? I had a vision for it. I knew kind of what I wanted, but the pieces weren't clear yet. And it wasn't until you and I began to work together and really say, you know, you, you came back to me with different proposals. Charlene, you like this. What about this font? Or what about this type of tool, you know, to put into your journal? And I would say, yeah, no, yeah. Oh gosh, no. You know, whatever it was. But it wasn't until that vision began to, you know, really come out into, you know, those those tools that you were presenting to me that I could identify exactly what was the right purpose for those visions I was having for this book. And so I feel like, you know, if that wasn't there, then, you know, it would have been a a shot in the dark. But I feel like because we had those sessions and because we talked through, you know, what what I wanted and I was able to see those options, it really helped me live out the vision for this book um, and and working with you, so. And it, even the name itself, right, was an opportunity for you and I to talk through how could you almost build a suite of materials, Right. You were clear that you didn't want the current document, the downloadable tool to completely disappear. Right. You Mm -hmm. almost wanted that as sort of the 101 version. And then the book being sort of the 102, almost 103. Right. Because it really does have a couple of chapters that people can expand with. And then for you as part of that suite was, okay, well, what could happen again in the future? And, And you intentionally wanted to align all the products together. So it could feel as people sort of graduated, it could feel like a seamless integrated experience. And could you speak a little bit about why that was important to you and then how you landed on the different names? Sure. So my downloadable, the PDF is called Ready, Set, Reset. And I felt like at the time as a young entrepreneur, a new entrepreneur, that I personally just needed a reset myself. So this book, this PDF was just as much for me as it was for the clients I was really trying to to build, right? That no luck, no like and trust factor with them. And so Ready, Set, Reset really kind of got you to the point where you began to think about, you know, well, who am I and who do I want to be? And really started to, you know, peruse the ideas and concepts of your own identity, you know, no matter what's going on externally, who is it you are right now? And then who do you want to become? And so so it started to really give you that idea to, to rethink and reset yourself 
and to and remember and to remember, you know, what were those dreams you had when you were a little girl or a little boy? You know, what were those dreams? Who did you want to be? Maybe it was a doctor. And then somewhere along in life when you were growing up, someone said, oh, God, you're going to have to get all this education and go to school for a long time. And you decide, OK, I don't really want that right now. But now that thought is starting to come back up in you. And so that that PDF really kind of starts to get you there. But Brady said, discover the book and the journal is going to take you there because it's really going to take what you learn or what you did and ready set reset and really just put more action to it. It's going to help you become now what you identify as or what you want to who you want to become. It's going to help you jot down what those things are, you know, what does the person who you want to become do on a morning when they wake up? What do they do before they go to bed? What do they typically eat? What do they, you know, what time do they typically wake up? What does it take? essentially, is what Ready, Set, Discover is going to help you understand, but also hold you accountable towards becoming. Because Ready, Set, Discover, again, is taking you to that next level. It's really putting the rubber to the road and saying, if this is who you want to become, if this is the person you want to identify as, then these are the things I said and I've committed to doing. And are you doing those things? And so in the book, there's a habit tracker, there's some reflection chapters in there to really hold you accountable, you know, without having to necessarily buy into one of my high ticket offers. It really gives you this book at a, a low ticket price that will help you begin that discovery that so many people of us, so many people need right now today. And so I think for me, what, what made me think of having products that are available to clients at different levels is because I really want the customer to go on a journey with me. I want them to go on a journey of self-discovery, starting right where they are, you know, and if that's in my freebie, great. If that's in this book, awesome. And the more you be learn about yourself and you start to discover who it is you want to become and, and what you want to do and the communities that you need to begin getting into and the activities and behaviors and thinking you need to begin to apply to yourself, you need maybe a little more, you know, high touch, you know, and maybe at that point along the customer journey, you'll be in one of my private coaching sessions, you know, maybe you'll get into one of my group coaching sessions even, or my membership, but either way, I wanted to start that customer journey where discovery kept, it keeps going. It's continuous. And you sort of building on that in order for people to be prepared for an experience working with you, whether it was a group or a private sort of a mastermind experience you were really, really clear that you wanted a 90-day experience, right? That habits for you are gradual, they're repetitive, they're intentional. Um, and some clients that I work with that build a journal almost want a little bit of the opposite of that. They want like intentional rebellion where there isn't a date and you knew that whoever picked up this book was sort of getting like you as a personal assistant and you wanted it to be a very clear reflection of if they join you, that they are again, sort of prepared for the tone, the language, the systems by even just picking up your book. Um, and can you talk about a bit about why that was important to you and how you think as a coach, that is a valuable sort of intentional design to put into their book? 
Absolutely. You know, I just believe that for me and my business, Charlene Jefferson Coaching, my goal is to reach as many people as possible right where they are. And that's that's really key. So on my website, you'll see up there, I have kind of like my mantra, which is be well, do well, live well. And so that means at any place that you are in life, I want you to do that. And so the reason why, you know, clients can reach me at any point well, I'm sorry, the reason why I built these products and services this way is because I want them to have something at their fingertips if if they need it, no matter where they are. And you know what, when you're finished, you know, tell someone else about it, about the book. Or if you happen to catch one of my master classes, tell someone else about it, you know, help them help themselves. Essentially, we, we want to, you know, find out ways how we can support people, how we can help people. Then it really is just kind of spreading that word. And I feel like me offering a variety of a you know a product suite to my clients allows me to do that and so i think it was important for me to be able to to have this book and structure it the way that it's structured so that people could you know not just discover themselves be excited about their journey um their journey of who they were used to be you know no matter if it was something that was happy or sad that they could say, you know what, that wasn't a good time for me, but this is what I learned from it. Even today, I'm still learning about it and really just realize that it's the journey, you know, it's the journey for them and not feel like life is some type of, has some type of finish point or, you know, on it. I mean, of course there's death, right? But that's the final, but what I'm saying is you're constantly, you as a person, maybe I should say that person, you, you continue growing. You don't stop growing. At least you shouldn't if you're looking to reach your fullest potential. And I'm going to stop for a second because I'm trying to remember your question. I'm like, oh, no, do not worry. Do not worry at all. What you were just chatting about, though, really brought up for me, you know, my follow-up question that I was prepared for, which is to sort of segue into you're used to referring yourself as a coach up till yeah. that point. Yeah. And you, we do this work. And then you go to hit the publish button and then you get your first copy in the mail, Mm -hmm. right? It arrives on your doorstep. And so how did it feel for you almost practicing what you do for your clients, which is you've now sort of stretched yourself and you've now added author to the bio that you have and the services that you offer. So how did that feel for you being able to say published author? For the wow. Yeah, no, I was super excited. I remember either I text you when I got it in the mail or I can't remember exactly how it went, but I feel like it was either during a holiday, maybe it was during Thanksgiving, I don't know, but I text you and like, oh my God, it's here. And so, you know, opened up the book and you're like, yeah, yeah, it's here. You should do, you know, a reel or story about it. And I'm like, yeah, I should, I should. I'm so excited. You know, I couldn't figure out what the next thing to do was because I was just, you know, really excited that that now, you know, the work that, you know, I did, the work you helped me do to enhance, you know, this book and, and really get it published, ready to discover published was here. And it was, I was holding it. And that was really surreal to me and to to author it and to to now be able to put author behind my name was really good. Like it wasn't something I set out to do. It really wasn't. But I feel like in entrepreneurship, you really just start to 
see all of the ways that you can be of service to your clients. And so this was one of the ways that I could be of service. And I am, you know, just thrilled that, you know, when I got the book that, you know, it was, it had my name on it by Charlene Jefferson, you know, and I'm like, oh my God. So I'm just telling my friends about it, telling my family about it, letting them know, hey, it's published. It's finally out there. I have Click published. I have told Aaron about it and it's it's on its way. You know, it's on its way. Amazon or who what is it? KDP, get the email. You got, you know, 72 hours, I believe it was, or something before it's gonna hit the shelves. And I'm like, I can't believe this is gonna happen. And it did. It did. So and I love that for especially for coaches who are used to coaching others to have that experience that sort of stretches them and gets them to sort of overcome an unknown skill or fear that they weren't sure that they could work through. And you got to really go through that sort of emotional roller coaster yourself and then experience that joy that your clients come to you typically about instead of it was you being able to say like, I did that. As a coach, you can't really truly say that you you can coach someone unless you start coaching yourself first. When I first became a leader or got into leadership when I was much younger, the first thing I had to do was do some presentations. And I talked about leadership and I talked about the reason why I deserve to be in leadership was because I was a great leader of myself first. And so I feel like I continue to live that out through this book because yes, I do coach my clients to do things that they, they've always dreamed, but also I coach them to do things they had never had in mind before. You know, like it never had come to them before because they hadn't taken that step to be able to see all of the possibilities of living into their fullest potential. And so that's what this book was for me. You know, it was I think, like I said, I did not have author on my mind at all. And look at me now, you know, I never dreamed that I would have a book out there and I do. And then I have goals to do more now. And so it's just, I coach that to my clients and I live that and I get to share that with them. I am practicing what I preach and as all coaches should for sure. And so let's segue a little bit to that thought that you just had there, which was after this wasn't even on your radar, you Mm -hmm. published the first one. And then at what point did your mindset start to think, well, I've done it once. Why couldn't I do it again? And what ideas now are even in your consideration to publish the next time? Absolutely. I don't know, Erin, was it two or three months? Was it like January of this year or something where I'm like, Erin, you know, I really think, you know, some of the feedback I'm getting is that. I really wish I had this for my adolescent or, you know, my child so that I could work through this type of thing with them. Because we know one of the things that I'm hearing a lot from the education system is that a lot of kids have, obviously there's trauma out there, but a lot of kids have a hard time with emotional regulation. And journaling is one of the ways that really helps everyone with their mental well-being. And it also helps really you know, getting down what your emotions are so that you really can begin to bake them a little bit more into, you know, thoughts and really how you want to react and who you want to show up in as it relates to that a specific situation that you're going through. And so I just feel like it will be super helpful if parents 
had this type of journal or tool to work with their children through, you know, as they grow up in this world. Because again, at the at the, at the very core of everything that I do teach in my coaching, it all comes down to habits, you know, and we start our habits young, right? And so I'm thinking I'm catering to, you know, adults, but really some of us, you know, if we started earlier, how much better would we be now? And so I definitely want to expand into doing a, another version of this or another version of, of a service or book for parents and teens to do together to really work through and help them become the best version of themselves starting at an earlier age. Yeah. And knowing what you know now, so let's pretend, right, you decide to pursue this, you know, I'll say sort of 2.0 version, and you decide to pursue that. And being that you are a habit coach, learning from your first process, are there any particular habits that you for yourself would put into place for your writing and publishing this second time around that you maybe didn't quite have refined in your first time? Oh, that's a good question as it relates to, you know, this book and really enhancing it. I think for me is now that I have the first one out, you know, just I feel like I'm a little bit more clear on what what 2.0 should look like. I would also say because I'm looking to expand this into, you know, adolescent teens and things like that my connections into the education world, you know, really leveraging that data to say, okay, what is it that they need as it relates to emotional regulation? And then how can I build this next tool in a book, you know, or journal to serve them, to really serve a child and really use the correct language that they use so that it resonates with them, right? Because we know, you know, the kids today are much different than, you know, maybe we were when we grew up and mainly because of the access that they have. They have, you know, the access to information at their fingertips. So I really want to use something that resonates with them, um, that really, you know, piques their eye and really gets them interested and want to pick up this journal and actually do this with their parents. And so I think on this one, I'm going to do a lot more research and really get that data because I do want that to be something that they want to even do with their parents. So... I was ready for you to tell me that there's going to be some reference to bro on your cover (laughs) because now every adult in the kid world is the word bro, bro, regardless of your gender or your age. This is very true. And maybe I will, maybe, maybe in the title, it will say, you know, who, who am I, bro? Who are you, bro? Maybe listen, thank you for giving me some options. (laughs) And the title, you know, listen, again, the language, if that's what resonates with them, that's what I want, because I want them to pick this up and use this as a tool for becoming the best version of themselves now, right now. I mean, if you want to hit the high keyword search, I figured you put the word bro in there (laughs) and a whole bunch of people are going to find it that would not have found it. Aaron, tell me if the name of a book, What's Up, Bro? Is that already out there? Like, clearly, that's it. (laughs) I will look it up for you. No (laughs) doubt. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But to your point, right, it is, it is, I mean, I love that you're a habit coach. And it is often really challenging for first-time writers to even know what habits to put into place Mm. as you are mapping out your first book. And figuring out, okay, you know, why am I even going to set a goal date? How am I going to work backwards? 
How mm -hmm. much do I want to put into it every day when most people that I work with and are doing self-publishing, they're multi-passionate, they usually have full-time careers, they have families, right? So they have they have multiple conflicting priorities. And so figuring out how to put habits in place so you chip away at it on a daily or weekly basis can be a challenge. So I appreciate you offering some things that you know for you now in hindsight, you're going to commit to, and perhaps we'll have to come back to a, another episode, not even related to your book, to mm -hmm. dive in even more to how to decide to create your habits as a writer, because yes. that is often a challenge for people that they are very transparent, that they are not sure what to do. And that's part of our conversations that we have. Absolutely. I, I mean, I think for me and something that I've talk to my clients about a lot is really just it's almost like you have to unlearn what we've been taught as it relates to to being adult or growing up and what I mean by that is you know you went to grade school and they said you know be you know sit down be quiet we, now's the time to learn you know now's the time to pull out your pencil and write this information now you know let's do our math homework now let's do our English homework now and I feel like the more and more you do that, you know, through grade school, through college, what you learn is that someone's always telling you the next thing to do. But when you become an adult, you got to figure it out on your own. But we've always been in these environments where somebody's telling us the next thing to do. And so we have lost this whole sense of curiosity. We've lost a sense of creativity even, right? Because Someone is always telling us the next thing to do. But when there's nobody there, you know, and you're trying to figure out what is this void? What is this thing that I can't seem to, to I don't know what it is. I can't seem to, to fill it with anything. I would just say, you know, sit down and remember when you were young, all of those things, someone said, oh, don't do that. Oh, now's not the time for that. Write those things down because perhaps that creativity for you is what's really just bubbling up and it's wanting to come out. And maybe it's going to come out in, in, in the way of a journal, a book. You know, you're going to need Aaron to, to help publish this. Or maybe it's going to come out that you want to be, you know, create a nonprofit. I don't know what it's going to be. But if you're feeling like that void is there, perhaps that creativity and that curiosity of, of really wanting to discover, you know, who it is that you you are to become comes up. And so I, I would say curiosity, creativity, execution, you know, let's get into those things as adults, because again, we've been trained for so long to do what someone else has told us. And now it's time to be more fulfilled. And the only way we're going to do that is really through connecting with, you know, what those things were when we were just our happiest and best selves. Yeah, there is no rubric for adulting. There is <laughs> no one creates it. No one and I have also not seen a rubric for publishing. There's certainly a lot of people that <laughs> go out there and they can do the traditional publishing route because you know, yeah. they do set a system in place for you. But when it comes to self-publishing, it does require a lot of self-discovery, self-awareness, self-discipline. And so trying to set something up for you that really does, as you said, feed into the creativity that's sitting inside. It's your own art form. 
And how are you going to sort of put that package together? And your first package will never be perfect. It's never going to be exactly the version because you're learning in the process. That's Uh, just how it has to go. Absolutely agree, Erin. Absolutely. Matter of fact, please don't try to get it to perfection because remember, you know, well, perfection is it's not a real thing. It's unrealistic. It's just not a real thing. It's a way to just keep you burned out and busy. And so really you just shoot for progress, shoot for progression of your service or your product that you're looking to get out, shoot for progression of yourself. Like you said, you're learning as you go. Don't forget those things that you're learning. Don't, don't skip over those things. Don't forget to, to live in the moment of becoming something you know, someone you've never been. Don't forget to live into the moment of of putting something out there that you've never put out there before. Like this is this is your moment. Don't overlook it. Don't overshadow it by fear or, or not being as creative creative as you you like to be because of what you know maybe someone said or maybe you know just not having done it before. The uncertainty. So, I love ending on that thought because you are exactly right. It is imperfect in all the right ways that it needs to be. And until you hit the publish button and until you get the physical copy in your hand, it's also not, it's not fully real, right? It's just on screen and you see it, but there is nothing that can replace getting it into your hands for the first time, flipping through those pages and realizing that what you had envisioned is now really out into the world. And that the beauty of self-publishing is if you find some minor flaw, it is fixable. It is solvable. We can go back and do that. But you still did it. You didn't sort of stay in the place of the unknown and the fear is exactly what you just said. I think a lot of listeners will resonate with that message. Absolutely, Erin. And I will just say, and I love this about Ready, Set, Discover book and journal, the very first page you're going to see on it, you are meant to be here at this moment. <laughs> and I put, it, it says at this moment, because no matter what moment that is for you out there, you're meant to be here. And so even if it's a place of uncertainty and fear, doubt, you are meant to be here at this moment. And really it's just opening your eyes up to the possibilities of reaching your fullest potential, if you're looking ready and you know you're ready to hit publish on that book, then Aaron can definitely help you do that. Oh, thank you so much for your time today. I greatly appreciate you. And if anyone that listened to this episode is like, okay, I am motivated, I'm curious, and I'd love to go see what else Charlene has out there to share for me, where could they come find you? Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at I am Charlene Jefferson and you go to my website, www.charlenejefferson.com. On Facebook, Charlene Jefferson. Find me on all of those platforms, guys. And I'm going to go follow up and figure out how many book titles have the word bro in it. That's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be one of our next steps. And I look forward to supporting you informally through social media and then formally at some point in time and getting that 2.0 version of your next journal out there. But until then, again, thank you for your time. And I look forward to following up on those writer habits that could be really serving first-time writers. Maybe it'll just be like a blog post. We'll get started that way. Start simple. 
Absolutely, Erin. Thank you again. And I hope you have a lovely birthday. Thank you so much. Okay, friend, are you ready to share one piece of content you've been holding back on? Trust your instincts and press publish. If this episode sparked curiosity in your publishing journey, head over to thehabitizedlife.com for more resources. Or check out the after show with our guests on Instagram at habitizedlife. All the links mentioned today are in our show notes. And hey, I'm off to reheat my cup of coffee for the second time today. But I'll meet you back here next week with a fresh cup and a new episode.